Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's the Movie Voice Guy, here to introduce another episode of Just the Headers. Today's show is brought to you by Jesse, Broke, and D. Is that good, Jesse? Yeah, that's that's excellent. I like your nice. movie. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, hey guys, welcome to another episode of uh, Just the Headers. This is number 16 now. Um, so it's old enough to drive. Just the headers is now old enough to drive in the States, baby. Um, so if you never heard this show before, you're in for a wild ride, man. We're going to talk about the headlines in crypto. There's a lot of them. There's over 300 of them. That's just between the RSS feeds that we aggregate. Um, we're going to talk about the headlines from last weekend into this week. And by the time you hear this, there will be zero confirmation news that we cannot confirm even happened so there's that um we also have a guest today he's the third time guest uh this man needs no introduction but he's gonna get one anyways uh designer extraordinaire uh has been uh i think you're cousins with vin diesel is that correct we're family family and uh he's coming <laughs> he's coming back on the show for round three or four, uh, my memory defeats me sometimes. How many times have you been on Just the Headers now, Cello? Uh, yeah, I'm up there. Cinco? I think 33% yeah. of your episodes, I'm usually there. In a world where a man has nothing else to do but stop by a <laughs> podcast and help them record. <laughs> well, in my defense, I last time I just clicked the Hangout link and you guys just happened to be starting the show randomly. <laughs> Were you bored? You were just like, let me see what's going on in our dedicated hangout spot. Kind of. <laughs> in a world where a man is surprisingly bored enough. <laughs> yeah, that makes it sound even sadder. <laughs> what happened to you playing video games? I I, I was playing video games all morning. And oh, okay. Did yeah. you beat God of War yet? Yeah. I, uh, I, I just beat The Witcher 3 and now I'm playing Heavy Rain. Oh, boo, 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 because you play games on normal and they don't count in my book because you quote unquote want to have fun. Uh, Who wants to have fun when they play a game? You play games on hard or insanity mode. So when you beat it, it's like a feeling of like, ah, I don't want to snap at my family, though, when they come in and I'm playing something on insane mode. (laughs) (laughs) When you're about to break your controller in half. Yeah, you don't you don't just like pause and like, oh, what'd you say, honey? No, it's you rage out on anyone in your vicinity <laughs> when you play on a difficult game mode. You're so like a control at, at at one of the children, just like knock them out. <laughs> yeah, well, controllers are wireless now, so I can throw them at anybody. Yeah. Dude, the, back. the part on God of War spoiler alert 
with the red and blue golems, it took me four hours to beat that part on hard. Because, <laughs> dude, I was like, these things are impossible. This is not, no one could do this. So they made this unbeatable. And then it clicked in my head. I was like, wait, I have a blue weapon and a red weapon. Maybe the red weapon works on the blue monster and the blue weapon. <laughs> and it worked. And I was like, yes, I figured it out. But until then, I was dying left and right. I almost broke something. Anyways, that has nothing to do with headlines. We're going to talk about headlines now. Let's go to the weekend. Let's go to the weekend. And the weekend. I'll take this first one. And we're off. So the first article from the weekend uh, is from Cointelegraph, the future of money. Um, I don't know if Cointelegraph is the future of money, but that's what they say up there. Um, This is by Marie Hallette. Um, and she, it has 19,477 views, 347 total shares. World's second largest Bitcoin miner, Canan Creative, releases BTC mining television set. Um, when did they become the second largest Bitcoin miner? When did that happen? I thought they were just founded like this year. When did that happen? Anyways, let's just keep reading this. I, I could have swore like it was Bitmain and then Bitmain. I guess it's <laughs> Canon Creative. Anyways, so let's read a little bit. Canon Creative, the world's second largest Bitcoin mining hardware manu oh hardware manufacturer, has launched what it claims is the first ever BTC mining television set with South China Morning Post. Um, so they announced it with South China Morning Post. It's dubbed the Avalon Miner. Um, that's what's inside of the computer. The appliance has a processing power of 2.0 trillion hashes per second. Eh. And is reportedly powered by artificial intelligence as well as being capable of taking voice commands. In contrast, Canon's most powerful mining rig can process 11 trillion hashes per second. Um, How does that compare to like um, the Echo or, you know, Alexa? Mm. You know, any of the offerings, Google Voice or whatever. No, Google. What is Google's? Google Dot? Uh, I think Google's is called, oh, hey, Google. <laughs> right? No, what is it called? I forget what all the names of all of them are. Oh, wait. Uh, doesn't Google's have a name? Chell, do you know like what Google's digital assistant is called? Okay, Google. What is your name? <laughs> your Google assistant. Okay. I told you. you. My favorite color? Probably blue, but it changes sometimes. Okay. So it doesn't know what its product number is or name is. Wait a second. What the hell? How does the robot's favorite color change? I thought it was Cortana, wasn't it? Cortana is Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. Wow. Alexa is Amazon. Alexa what? comes in the Echo and the Dot, but Google comes in the Everything. Whatever the Google thing is. Yeah, it actually Wait. comes in everything, right? Way to darn tootin'. Yeah. How's the favorite color going to change? Your it's favorite color is your favorite blue. color. She's finicky. So I guess, it, like, does anything. this offset the amount of electricity that it uses? Like, how does this... You're just going to end up with, like, a large electric uh, electricity bill, like, at the end of the month. From watching TV. Yeah, but you could hit the lottery, baby, by mining Bitcoin. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That's what makes it okay. Okay. Is that, you know, 
And now I love how crypto mining is a large umbrella. Like you can mine anything that's proof of work. Really, just you know. So, or there's sorry, I, I said that wrong. There's a ton of coins that you can mine, like whether the script algorithm. There's lots of algorithms where you can just switch your miner over. So, you know, stack those coins and then sell it in a Bitcoin, baby. It was so it's called Canon. Oh, ignore the thun the thunder happening in my background. But, but is it called Canon Creative Avalon Seven? Is that what it is? It is called. Well, the Avalon Miner is inside the TV, so I don't know if that TV is called a. Canon Creative, their latest miner, the Avalon Seven, mines at a loss of seventeen dollars a month. What? Yeah. That's a daily loss of 76 cents. That depends on where your electricity is. No, yeah, yeah, this is based on in the U.S. at 10 cents per kilowatt hour, which is a little bit lower than the average. Average is like 11 to 12 cents an hour. Miners are out here losing money in the streets now? Why does the hash rate keep going up? Interesting. Anyways, uh, speaking of hash rates, segueing straight on into our next article by Helen Parts. Uh, 17,000 views, 208 shares. Um, what we, what we have here, Mt. Gox creditors update the basic terms of upcoming civil rehabilitation plan. So the ghost of Mt. Gox is still persisting, right? Did any of you guys have Mt. Goxian coins? No. No? Corey had a bunch and, or not a bunch. I don't know how many he had, but he had a handful so I know he might be paying attention to this. So this is for you, Corey. Lawyers representing a group of creditors of the new now defunct Japanese Bitcoin exchange, Mt. Gox, have recently updated their civil rehabilitation plan, according to a statement on the Mt. Gox creditors website, August 2nd. In the announcement, the Mt. Gox creditors stated that uh, they had revised the, the basic policy for the rehabilitation plan as of August 1st. 2018 in compliance with comments on the previous version of the policy. Here's a quote. We think it's desirable that the BTC and Bcash be sent to exchanges in which many creditors have accounts or can open accounts easily. Here's another quote. There's a possibility that the sale of the altcoins by the trustee would cause a sudden fall in the price of altcoins. Okay, so Mt. Gox had some altcoins too. Um, damn, that is like, what is that, five years? No, 2014. This, this is going on this is four years of the Mt. Gox debacle. Hot damn. So, I don't know. So, if you had your coins on Mt. Gox, I'm pretty sure you've been following this closely, but had you fallen off the wagon, you may want to look back into this situation. I think it's going to look like you can get your coins back. So, and rounding out this past weekend's news, uh, you know. Speaking of exchanges, the New York Stock Exchange owner says Bitcoin should be in retirement funds, credit cards, retail stores, your grandmother's purse, underneath your mom's mattress. Where where do you keep cash, Jesse? In my TV. In your your TV? No, have you said uh, there's there's this Netflix show called Kim's Convenience? And it's a story about a Korean family in Canada 
and the dad gives away um, a TV to a new immigrant family. And well, actually, the dad doesn't give it away. The wife does. And he goes, oh, no. And he goes, I, I forget how he says honey in, in uh, Korean. But anyway, he says, oh, obo, uh, there's money in the TV. They're like $3,000. And so they, they go and like under the pretense of like they're visiting the immigrant family, he goes, <laughs> oh, your TV's broken. And then, like, he like kicks it. And then he goes, oh, I must fix. And he takes it to the bathroom and like pulls it apart. <laughs> like three thousand dollars out but yeah who the hell is sitting money in television sets as grand people well i don't know we may have just alienated some of our listeners because you know, it's not fair to say all korean people send money in televisions some of them could send money in boom boxes so we shouldn't alienate those that use different electronical devices electrical devices to Electronical is not a word, and you guys almost <laughs> let me get away with that just now. Stella's not even paying attention. <laughs> Stella was staring out the windows <laughs> like normal. I'm just, I'm just letting it out. I have very close uh, Korean friends, and I don't want to. I don't want to get. You know, like all my wrong. friends are Korean, so I'm gonna step away. <laughs> There's mad Korean restaurants in our hometown, though. Yeah, there is. By the way, I need a uh, I need a list of the headlines so I can follow along. That link has been sent to you, my friend. That's a very interesting <laughs> thing to say. Ten minutes into the show, <laughs> you want me to be transparent? I'm hold on. I'm uh, I'm ordering dinner. Actually, now I'm done. What were you ordering? Where uh, are you ordering it from? I'm ordering it from an upscale Italian restaurant. Oh, I bet you won't order us some food. You're right. How how are you ordering it? Online. Like Uber Eats, DoorDash. Uh it's called restaurants.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never you know used that before. About how brazen Cello is, is like we have video. Like we could see him not paying attention. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> give a damn. He's like, uh I told you I'm the backseat host, man. Like I just, you know, if I need to say something from the backseat, I'll holler at y'all. We all driving. I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, uh, coming back to the front seat, baby. Do you, why do I say that so much now? Coming back to the front seat? No, baby. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Say like Flint Flossy, too. Oh, yeah, baby. Speaking of food and merchants, going on to Monday's news. <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't talk about the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So the New York Stock Exchange, uh, the largest stock exchange. In New York, that's a safe guess. I was going to say some planetary <laughs> shit, but I got that, I got that wrong before. <laughs> Intercontinental Exchange, ICE, not the same people that are locking up Mexicans. This is a different um, ICE. So Intercontinental Exchange, ICE, owner of arguably the most important stock exchange in the world, the New York Stock Exchange, is introducing a new company, Bakht. That is backed B B A K K T. Um, the diet the idea is to weave Bitcoin Core into 401ks, credit cards, and retail. The project is getting a lot of hype, due in large measure to very powerful backers, Microsoft and Starbucks. Um, oh my god! What? They're gonna they're gonna like use people's purchases of coffee and Microsoft Windows in order to get Bitcoin into 401k credit cards. That's what you think is gonna happen? No, no. But it's funny to think about that. 
<laughs> Let's read a little bit of it. So here's a bold point. The New York Stock Exchange, it's the same thing. ISIS Digital Assets head turned CEO of the new project backed Kelly Loeffler explained in a company blog uh, formed by blah, 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 an operator of the global exchanges, clearing houses, data and listing services backed will work with companies that include BCG, Starbucks, Microsoft and others to create an open ecosystem that supports growing needs in the $270 billion digital asset marketplace. That sounds like a bunch of fluff, man. I sound like they're fluffing me for the big show. Um, Ms. Loeffler told Fortune how for over a year, Ice built backed in secrecy. The company name is a twist on asset-backed securities, which by design is to engender trust. And trust is everything in the legacy marketplace, but it has decidedly different meanings in the cryptocurrency world. Trust on Wall Street usually means regulations and lots of them. Um, So speculation and coffee. Here's a quote. By combining regulated infrastructure and institutional and consumer applications, Ms. Loeffler continues, we'll apply our track record of bringing transparency and trust to previously unregulated markets. In this way, we intend to play a key role in boosting institutional, merchant, and consumer participation in digital assets. So this looks like a, just a PR fluff thing, really. Um, so so, so my coffee is unregulated that I purchased at Starbucks? Mm, you need a regulator in your espresso machine. So My Microsoft Word is not, is not um, regulated either, I guess. Um, I do know one thing. You're probably when you buy your coffee at Starbucks, you have to ac- activate your Windows account before you can fucking buy your cup of coffee. And then you better make sure Windows is updated before you get in line or you're going to be in that Starbucks a while. Because so. my God, this is stupid. Kenny, <laughs> Kelly Loeffler, Loeffler. I wish somebody out there who was <laughs> like. Bullshit. A way over dedicated fan of this show for some reason would like do a compilation of how many times you say something is stupid because it's at least two or three times an episode. Because <laughs> it's stupid, it is. This is stupid. This is dumb. Um, why? Why is it stupid? Because this this lady, Kelly Loeffler, she looks like she's in her mid twenties, and well, she's the CEO of Backed. And careful now. What? She even if she's older than twenty, mid twenties, she'd probably be glad that I thought she was younger than how she looks, right? Oh my god! It's like a hidden compliment. You can't. <laughs> you're, <laughs> man, you're treading on thin ice, man. You're making women that listen to the show really upset just by speaking those things. By saying, why it. else is it stupid besides the way this woman? Puts on her makeup in. Okay, here we go. The market opportunity is gigantic. Consumers worldwide are paying lofty credit card or online shopping fees on $25 trillion a year in annual purchases. Both Microsoft customers and Starbucks customers are very very familiar with digital smartphone related transactions. So they're going to, what are they going to do? They're going to help you pay with like NFC on your phone and just. Do it in Bitcoin. In a world, that's what they're gonna do, man. They're just gonna, I'm um, like, they're gonna make it easier for you to pay for Bitcoin. It, this is exactly what they're doing, so everyone can stop the foolishness. They're trying to be a middleman between your Bitcoin transaction 
and Starbucks. Because for whatever stroke of a, you know, whatever wag of a dog's tail, people still can't trust blockchains. They don't get how it works. Starbucks doesn't need a middleman. They definitely don't need Microsoft. They can just have a fucking wallet. (laughs) You can pay for your coffee um, with Bitcoin. But, you know, what's it? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Is that the saying? Is that or is it uh, that was like you can't teach a ferret um, how not to be a weird ass pet. So like backed is going to be like like a visa of Bitcoin. That's what they're trying to do, man. That's what it sounds like. Can't teach a cactus uh, new ways to be prickly. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's the uh, can't can't teach a cat how to purr you know what i'm saying so the next it's on on you now all right so speaking of merchants like starbucks and microsoft coinbase is seeking additional online merchant crypto uh is seeking online merchant crypto adoption by the millions as well millions um so adoption news keeps flowing this week from Wall Street to Australia and now San Francisco. The United States' largest crypto, uh, cryptocurrency bank, Coinbase, announced it is expanding its commerce section to include WooCommerce via a plugin downloadable from GitHub. It could just, it could just, it could be just what more online merchants need to get comfortable with cryptocurrency. Mm. Do you think that's WooCommerce or WooCommerce? WooCommerce. Okay. Yeah. Um, Coinbase seeks uh, online merchant crypto adoption by the millions. It's more than a quarter of all online merchants use WooCommerce. It's easily easily one of the most popular payment platforms around this week. Um, Yeah, that's just the same thing. Huge market. 25%. I wish we were Wu-Tang Commerce. (laughs) Wu-Tang Commerce ain't nothing to fuck with. It would roll off the tongue. How come it says uh, later down in the article, it says the payment processing market is a giant one. All the proof anyone would need to measure just how huge is, say, the recent announcement by Wall Street and its entrance into all things retail with backed includes Microsoft and Starbucks. <laughs> it's like one crazy web of middlemen. And all the water and while the space is getting crowded a bit, Coinbase has built has a built in advantage being a relatively early mover in the ecosystem, a very positive brand identification and a host of licenses and general trust among weathermen. Mm. What do weathermen have to do with crypto? Crypto's not affected (laughs) by the weather. I don't know, man. Mm. We're going to slide this next one over to our guest, Cello. That would be the second headline. No, no, he's not there. Where did he go? He's probably getting his food. Did he did he leave the hangout? No, he's he's left his chair. Oh, I haven't been looking in a while. Yeah. Okay. So I'll read the next article. Uh, maybe he'll get the next one when he comes back. Okay. But uh, all right. So speaking of speaking <laughs> of banking and Wall Street, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon returns to Bitcoin bashing, calling cryptocurrency a scam. This guy's a biatch. 
I mean, last time he called it a scam, like it was only like a month or two after, and it like exploded, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll happen again. Look at his smug face in this picture. I just want to know how much Bitcoin he owns, and I want him to stop lying about it. Yeah. Like people that like money are like in finance, like they love money. They love making it. They love deriving value from nothingness. It's like literally what they do. So if you hear an asset is making like over a couple years, like five digit percentage gains, you're going to get in on that. Like stop being an asshole and acting like you don't love Bitcoin. You're just telling everyone to go right when you've been going left for a very long time. Yeah. It's like it's as see through as it's just it's at a point it's like almost insulting. Like I was going back and I listened to like the Warren Buffett or was Warren Buffett, Bill Gates and uh, uh, what's the other guy? The other old guy that was talk. They were talking. Mm, Larry Um, Ellison. No, but in a nutshell, like it ended with Bill Gates saying, if there were a way to short Bitcoin, I would short Bitcoin. And it's like, you goon, there's been ways to short Bitcoin for like six years. Like yeah. either you don't know, which makes you clueless, which means why should anyone be listening to you about crypto? Or you do know, and you're just trying to take advantage of uncertainty in a market. Either you know, way. Pulling out, like there's a lot of articles stating that, um, Berkshire Hathaway is pulling a lot of its investments out of Apple and a lot of the companies it's, I guess, um, been bullish on. Mm. They're slowly pulling out and they're going cash. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, the the we are we are like what nine years into a seven year real estate market, so there's I don't know, but but what I do know is that Jamie Dines full shit. Yeah, off your dad. Huh? Pay off your debts, everybody. <laughs> That's your is that hashtag no investment advice or no financial advice? Hashtag no investment advice, just sound financial advice. Yeah. Pay off your debts. The winter might be coming. <laughs> oh wow. Well, um let me tell you something um something we'll about to the new article so speaking of hold on wait, wait before we do that okay i want to say it one last time so right. you can hear it in the back jamie diamond you're you're a biatch and what was that hey guys i'm the worst i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, nice. it sounds like you got some going on over there. Enjoy your Italian food. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, I'll join you guys next week for sure. Sorry, no doubt, man. Right. Save, save me some uh, lasagna. No doubt, Jamie Diamond, you're a bitch. <laughs> this is the best headline show ever. Ever we call we call CEOs of very prominent companies biatches. I mean, come on, man. It's just like be for real. Be honest. Come on, man. You know what I'll do? That's what you have to be to be a CEO. You have to be dishonest. I mean, there's a level of it. Yeah, there's a level of salesmanship. That's for damn sure. You know what I would do to Jamie Dimon if he was if he was like if we were in the same room? I'd give him like the the goodwill hunting treatment. Like, it's not your fault. 
And then when he's like, well, what are you talking about? Just look him in the eyes and say, it's not your fault, Jamie. Until he like breaks down and like starts crying. And I'm like, it's okay, man. Bring it here. Bring it in for the bro hug. It's okay, Jamie. Okay. So speaking of bromances, uh, Bitmain confirms new crypto mining facility in Texas. Here, doggy. Bitcoin mining hardware giant Bitmain is officially setting up shop in Rockdale, Texas. And expects to launch mining operations early next year. That's crazy. That's how 500 million. Texas talks, by the way. Who <laughs> doggy? I tell you what. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Keep going. No, no, no it's just uh, that's that's so apparently. Um, the firm confirmed Monday that it's investing $500 million over the next seven years into a new blockchain data center in the U.S. state as part of its, quote, strategic investment and expansion plans within North America. The facility will employ 400 residents, and Bitmain also intends to launch educational and training programs for potential employees. Rumors that Bitmain would open the first facility or would open the facility first emerged last month when a local newspaper reported that the company was taking over a former aluminum smelting facility, according to the Dallas News. However, public officials said they could not speak about the project at the time. That being said, the newspaper described the new Bitcoin mining operation as quote the worst kept secret in the Rockdale area. That's crazy. Okay, I tell you what, we got some Bitcoin miners down here in Rockdale, Texas, I tell you. So Washington and Texas. Um has anyone noticing what Bitmain is doing? Like they're buying they're starting mining operations all over the world in the off chance that one of their mining ops gets nationalized. It's very funny. They're like decentralizing themselves. It's good. It's good. I think. I don't know. But I have a feeling that their mining operations in China are under like they're living on pins and needles. Like, are we going to be nationalized today? I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, for those of you that don't know what nationalization is, it is when a country comes into your house and they say, your house is mine now. And a country does have the right to do that. It's called nationalization. It happens sometimes. Bitmain, beyond expanding operations in the U.S., Bitmain is also reportedly looking to open offices in Brazil. Brazil! Having already successfully created several international bases in which to carry out Bitcoin mining operations in both Switzerland and Israel. That's crazy. God, they're so fast. Yeah, man. They're they're moving. That's Jihan right there. Jihan. Who? Jihan. Crazy. Yeah. So moving right along on to Tuesday's articles. Um, the crazy thing about laws are that it's like you can't live with them, but you can't live without them kind of thing. So speaking of laws, Ohio, America's favorite swing state has become the latest U.S. state to legally recognize blockchain data, as if it needed legal recognition. But I guess it does, right? If you go to court and you're like, hey, yo, judge, I paid my fees. It's on the blockchain. This is Ohio. I'm just a New Yorker from Ohio. 
and this is my fees. I paid it. Here's the transaction ID. The judge will now go, okay, you can submit this as evidence. I'll take it. Exhibit A. So there you go. On Hio, looks like they're, uh, let's get some details here. Ohio's become the latest state to recognize data stored and transacted on a blockchain. Lawmakers from the state introduced a bill in May that sought to treat blockchain data and smart contracts as electronic records in a bid to provide safe harbor for the emerging technology. So it did get safe harbor. Uh, SB 300 uh, is the legislation, I guess, the, the, the name of the bill. So there you go. Um, looks like the world's getting a little bit more crypto friendly. You know what I mean, Brooke? Yeah. Cool. Interesting. States of Florida and Nebraska have both postponed their proposed bills indefinitely. Mm, damn. But Arizona passed it. California's Arizona. working on it. You'd think California would be the first place to have it, but California is getting stranger sometimes, I feel. I feel like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just this crypto echo. But like you had what's his name trying to make three different Californias. Draper, and then you go out there in like a one bedroom house at seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and you're like, "Are you guys living in crazy land? Like, what's going on out here?" Like, a cup of coffee's like eight dollars. You're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, gas is like five something as well in California right now, isn't it? What kind of rocks are they smoking out in Cali? They must just get paid a shit ton more. Like, an Uber driver must make oh, no, like six figures out there. Gas is four thirty right now. Hmm. Oh wait, no, 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 that's wrong. Oh no, it's not that high, right? Well, I mean, it is high, but not that high right now. Damn, that's high. It's like two something here in the st- in Texas. Two forty. Anyway, oh, I just I think I'm no, no, no. I'm I'm wrong. I'm sorry. So it's 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 three dollars in that part. That part. Yeah, wait, wait. Why was why was gas like almost five dollars in California a couple years ago? And it that was, was so more than a couple years ago, wasn't it? That was like two thousand five, really? two thousand seven. Okay, so LA gas prices are three thirty three. So I guess it's not that. Um, Where'd you get five dollars from? That's super high. That's that, a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was back when yeah. Baby Bush was in office. Yeah. I clicked on a uh, on an article and I I saw the year of 2014. That's why when I backtracked and started looking. 2014. Okay, I guess yeah. that wasn't that long ago. Either way, uh, Callie, your shit's expensive and we don't know why. Uh, speaking of smoking rocks, the USDEA uh, criminal activity in cryptocurrency has dropped 80% since 23rd. 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 2013. <laughs> Um, so there's nothing, you know, tremendously surprising about this article that everyone who's been in this for a while, like didn't know like crypto or, or, you know, it's not used. Crypto is not used for drugs any more than any other money would be used for drugs or illicit activity. I mean, it's just, that's just the way it goes. And I, you know, newsflash. If this currency were to become more ubiquitous, then criminals would be using it to do crime. Like, it's not, you can, and it's almost like that same dumb argument that gum, gun, like, super gun enthusiasts use. And they're like, you can't 
just because you outlaw a gun doesn't mean like criminals won't get guns. Like, yeah, just because there's a new form of money doesn't mean criminals aren't going to use it. That's what criminals do. I don't think they're particularly clear about like what's legal and what's not. So, um, and sorry if you're a gun owner, I called you stupid. I'm a gun owner, so I call myself stupid. But I'm not one of those people that would like open carry into a school. Yeah, I went by. I went to Lowe's in my hometown, and a guy was carrying an M4 in the lumber section. I was like, "Are you are you scared something's gonna break out here in the lumber section, huh?" You you scared of a mass shooting at he Lowe's? You brought an M4 to Lowe's. He brought an M4 to Lowe's, and like, how is he carrying it over the shoulder, like with a strap? Yeah, he had a shoulder strap. He was just like walking around with an M4, and I was like, Why? "Oh, you just come shopping with a freaking assault rifle? <laughs> what are you doing?" Like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, that makes that's like super duper overkill. Mm-hmm. It uh, doesn't make any sense at all. You take the next one. We're on the third from Tuesday. So going to the Tuesday. Third article on the Tuesday. Ethereum Classic is launching on Coinbo- uh, Coinbase Pro. And I think as of today, it already launched. The pairs are already up. Um, so the Drop article. Is- too. Did it really? Yeah, dropped thirty percent. Didn't it hit? Did is it the one that hit a a new all time high? Yes. Excuse and then me. it, I guess it crashed again. So it says uh, it's it's actually a blog. It's a blog, um, news article on Coinbase's website, and it's talking about how we announced final testing for Ethereum Classic last Friday with a goal of accepting. Um, ETC transfers for exchange users by Tuesday, August 7th. Our testing has gone according to plan, and we will be launching ETC support first on our exchanges and then at Coinbase.com. Our launch will proceed in four stages, transfer only, post only, limit only, and full trading mode. There you go. You got a bunch of Ethereum Classic from the DAO debacle. Now you can trade that shit for other currencies. So... If you don't know what the DAO is, just Google the DAO, D-A-O, and you can find all about um, what could be the greatest travesty in Ethereum history. Um, There you go. Why is it a travesty? Because it shows the penalty that is at, it shows what's at risk if you do not fully audit your smart contracts. Oh, yeah. And if you don't program on Ethereum thinking security first, then you're wrong. Like this isn't how this ain't this ain't JavaScript fun in the sun on Ethereum. You've you got to you've got to build your smart contracts with security first. And you know what I mean? So uh, the DAO was the rough lesson um, in that that um, journey of learning how to code on the ethereum virtual machine so speaking of authorities uh, (laughs) uh, releasing news on crypto the sec will decide on nine bitcoin etfs in the next two months Uh, this article is written by mu yao shen has 
1,291 <laughs> retweets and 56 Reddit shares. Don't Why laugh. Why say her name like that? Because I wanted to. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is set to make final decisions on nine proposed Bitcoin exchange-traded funds in the next two months. As first reported Tuesday by Coindesk, the U.S. SEC delayed a decision on a proposed rule change from the CBOE BZX exchange. What is the BZX exchange? They have a there's like a sub exchange within the Chicago border. Wait, CBOE. Thought it's the CBOE is is an exchange. It's in and of itself. Yeah. What is the BZX exchange? Let me look it up. Okay, that if approved would allow for the listing of an ETF backed by blockchain startup SolidX and investment firm VanEck. Yet the SolidX hyphen VanEck proposal first put forward in June is just one of four filings in waiting. Combined with past submissions from firms ProShares, Direxion, and Granite Shares, a total of 10 Bitcoin-related funds are being weighed by SEC officials, according to public records, although the VanEck SolidX Bitcoin ETF is the only, quote, physical ETF among all the proposals. Mm. Oh, BZX is a subsidiary of the CBOE, formerly named BATS BZX Exchange. So bigger exchange swallowed a smaller exchange. BZX is smaller? Yes, it's a subsidiary of CBOE. Who is on that exchange? Uh, like what is on the, on that exchange? Let me look. Like Penny Star? Like, those deadlines are set by the time at which the proposals are published in the U.S. Federal Register with an initial decision due 45 days after that time. Stocks option and foreign exchange. Oh, interesting. It became a registered exchange in 2008. Uh, was launched B B two okay. Why in two thousand eight? Uh, I don't know, but on Investopedia, I've fallen down a little mini rabbit hole here. That Bats Exchange, which is what it used to be called, actually is an acronym for Better Alternative Trading Systems. The Better Alternative Trading Systems is a U.S.-based stock exchange offering investors equities, options, foreign exchange trading services. The BATS operates in both the United States and Europe. Um, so breaking down that, um, let's see here. BATS provides services for broker-dealers. Uh, BATS was initially branded as an alternative trading platform. Uh, Why do they need an alternative to the CBOE? So they don't have to do any fucking work. If somebody's already doing the work, you just give them a pile of money and you buy them. I mean, that's like, if you're a super big business that has a hard time pivoting to different things and there's a smaller business that is doing that one thing you want to pivot to very well, instead of like, you know, starting it up from scratch, you just buy them. That's what Google and Amazon are doing. Amazon wanted in the grocery game. They bought Whole Foods, baby. They said, man, uh, that's way too much infrastructure. That's a whole nother business, man. You know. Let's just buy Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, um, speaking of Whole Foods, uh, <laughs> we're, our segues are terrible. Uh, it's okay. At least we're trying. Yeah. You know, at least we're given a transitional phrase. 
Uh, speaking of old foons, the Philippines is building a crypto valley of Asia. Uh, <laughs> I chose that article. Um, oh, you, this is all you, man. Philippines, that's you. Yeah, I know. Filipino, so go for it. This is all you. Philippines building crypto valley of Asia. I already read that part. Government is building, okay. Um, (laughs) A cryptocurrency and fintech hub similar to the one in the canton of Zug, Switzerland. The estate will be built at the Cagayan Special Economic Zone and Freeport in partnership with private property developer Northern Star Gaming and Resorts Incorporated. The zone is already set to accommodate 25 crypto firms that will operate within the area. Interesting. There was a um. There was a Filipino ICO uh, or Filipino founded ICO that was based on the concept of um giving you like whatever the token was for purchasing goods from like retail stores in the Philippines and it was something ridiculous like one thousandth or one ten thousandth of a penny per token and Mm. it it just seemed really shady um there were you know like billions of them billions of these tokens and I don't even know what happened to that ICO I think they just disappeared you know what else seems shady yeah Miley Cyrus has done a complete 180. Has she? She's she's not like whorish anymore. Out of the blue. Something's going on over there in the Cyrus camp. Did you see that Justin Bieber and um who's that? Haley Baldwin. They were engaged, but then Justin Bieber was seen crying. <gasps> I did not see that. That means they broke up. I think it does mean they broke up. It means they broke up or he got her pregnant. <laughs> Time for a new song. New album. Mm. Got the girl pregnant. Mm. <laughs> Gonna be a daddy. Um. The Northern Star is committed to investing $100 million over the next 10 years. And has already secured funds from several international and regional companies that will located be located within the CVA. The goal is for the CVA to generate an economic boom that will allow more Filipinos to pursue careers in technology. E27 conveyed, adding that third-party business providers will bring employment to the area. Who's E27? This is a uh, venture capital group. Who is... This but doesn't actually say. She went from like grabbing her JJ on stage to like now she's totally done with that lifestyle. And swinging on a boulder naked. Yeah, and sitting on a boulder naked to like, you know, and twerking in underwear that are two sizes too small to to now she's like totally... She's like, you know what? I want to be wifey material now. Oh, you know what? Wait, who's that other singer? It's a female singer who... um, Diana Ross? No, no, no. Young. Like, uh, late 20s. She was a Disney Channel kid. Oh, Demi Lovato. Her. Yeah. Heroin. What about her? Yeah. 
Yep. Heroin. And I don't when mean like a female hero. She was doing the black tar, baby. <laughs> so maybe she's just trying to take Miley Cyrus's spot. Like she saw an opening. You know what I mean? Maybe. Because what's the name? Katy Perry was like, you know what? I'm trying to be edgy. So I'm going to start making shittier music than I was before. And everyone was like, eh, not so much. And then Kesha was like, she probably drank too much whiskey for breakfast. And she kind of fell off the map. And yeah, what so, happened to her? Um, Honestly, I think it has something to do with like harassment. I think one of her managers like sexually harassed her. Oh. Um, so then she had to go take care of that. Snow boy um, now. Yeah, so I probably shouldn't have just joked about it, but whatever. But like cause this Miley Cyrus scenario is shady, man. And somebody needs to get down to the bottom of it because... It just doesn't make any sense. You don't go from grabbing your vajayjay on stage to like patron saint in like six months, eight months. People get old, they mature. That takes a man. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. going against Speaking. authority, yeah. Microsoft introduces Ethereum proof of authority algorithm on Azure. Written by Helen Parts. On Coin Telegraph with twenty one thousand seven hundred fifty three views, proof of authority. Yep. What is this one going to be about? Microsoft's cloud platform Azure has introduced a proof of authority algorithm on its Ethereum blockchain product, according to a blog post, August seventh. The new Ethereum network algorithm will reportedly allow a more efficient way of building decentralized applications for private or consortium networks where, quote, all consensus participants are known and reputable. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. But. Sorry. So the new Ethereum product on Azure is equipped with a number of features to ensure its correct functioning and security, such as identity leasing system, Parity's WebAssembly support, Azure Monitor, and a governance DAP. The identity leasing system intends to ensure that while each member possesses, quote, redundant consensus nodes, no two nodes can carry the same identity. The system provides identity protection even in the case of virtual machine or outage so the new nodes can quickly spin up and resume the previous nodes identities mm. Mm. I wish you the best I hope that this whole proof about proof of authority thing can intermingle with proof of work though because uh, all these other consensus algorithms they're struggling when it comes to I mean I just feel like they're struggling Proof's in the pudding. They're struggling. All right. It's not really decentralized. It's not really decentralized. So maybe it's significantly decentralized enough. I don't know. You know, now there's huge rhetoric being pushed that decentralization is not that big of a deal. You know, like, oh, the Internet's not decentralized. Like, why is decentralization even a thing? Why is it, you know, that's the noises that. The, the dumb people are making. So, anyways, speaking of large companies trying to centralize blockchain, ninety-four companies have joined IBM and Merck's blockchain supply chain. Uh, yeah, they're trying to do supply chain on the blockchain. 
that's really, really tough because of synchronicity uh, or synchronization. Is it synchronicity or synchronization? Um, they're both words. Maybe it's a combination. Maybe they've synchronized synchronicity and synchronization. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, let's read a little bit. IBM and shipping giant Maersk's have recruited a sturdy crew for the global trade blockchain platform. Revealed Wednesday, the companies have already signed up 94 firms, six more, and they've got an even Benji baby for the platform since it was spun off from Mirsk in January. They've also finally given it a name, Trade Lens. <laughs> Leveraging Mirsk's Leviathan-like scale, Trade Lens has attracted a wide variety of entities ranging from dozens of port operators and customs authorities to logistics companies and even rival ocean-going carriers such as Pacific International, all of whom have been testing the platform. Um, so it's definitely not decentralized and maybe it works for them from a security standpoint. Maybe it's a win. I don't know. What it's IBM mean? and Maersk that Maersk. both developed the platform, apparently. Here, here goes uh here goes something. Common tongue. This is a highlighted section of this article. Trade Lens is built on the IBM blockchain platform, which uses the open source relative of Linux, Hyperledger Fabric, and uh, this presents a possible interplay with other IBM and Hyperledger projects. Uh, we have architected all of these solutions so it's very easy for data to be exchanged between the two different blockchains. Take Trade Lens and IBM Food Trust, for example. If clients were to be inclined, said Todd Scott, the vice president of global trade at IBM Blockchain. So uh, uh, they're building something fancy that only they can use. And I hope it works well for them um, and makes my groceries cheaper. So yeah. that's the hope. Yeah. This next one's you, homie. All right. Which countries are best to start blockchain projects? Bitcoin has spawned. Okay, written by Darren Pollock on Cointelegraph with 5,299 total views and 289 total shares. Which countries are the best to start blockchain projects? Bitcoin's boom has spawned more than just a digital currency revolution. Companies across the globe have explored the potential of blockchain technology in a range of different spheres, including cars, phones, and a multitude of disruptive alternatives in banking, government, and as well as shipping. Also, it is not only the small startups that are trying to push blockchain innovation, but rather conglomerates as big as Amazon, Alibaba, and Microsoft. However, these companies are still trying to negotiate an ever-expanding regulatory framework that is growing at different rates across different states. Many different companies began springing up within the cryptocurrency ecosystem, usually attached to a capital-raising ICO, which left many regulators wondering how to control this decentralized crowdfunding form of capital-raising. From the SEC to the Chinese government's hard clampdown on ICOs to Malta and Switzerland, Competing to be the premier destination for fintech and blockchain, different nations have taken widely different views on how to regulate, 
quash or support blockchain startups. Thus, because of the global nature of blockchain products, it is unnecessary to worry about a regional customer, but rather it is important for blockchain projects to examine the legislation, the atmosphere and approach from the community, fees, and a myriad of other factors in different countries to see which will aid them in realizing their outcomes. Cryptocurrency havens. Bermuda, Switzerland, and Malta. That's all you need to know. Go to those three places if you're trying to do some new ICO stuff with without you know too much resistance or not for resistance but friction. Switzerland has a crypto valley. Malta does. Have you gone to Zug, Switzerland? Hmm? Have you ever gone to Zug, Switzerland? I haven't. Have you? No. That'd be interesting like to, to go visit. How much of this is actually true? Like, are there Switzerland get away with so much shit? Is it because it's so cold? Nobody really wants to fuck with them. It's because they make good Swiss mess. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I once had shoes called K Swiss. I called them (laughs) K Sweezies. They make good cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did they get through two world wars without no one knocked on their door with bullets? Switzerland, do they have a conscription? Like they have, like when you're nineteen, they have to have a military, military, right? Like I feel like if you're gonna be neutral in a world war, you've got to have people that are have guns at the gates that are like, yeah, we're not fighting, but we'll fight you if you make us fight. So let me look. So Switzerland has mandatory military service in the Swiss Army for all able-bodied male citizens who are conscripted when they reach oh, the age. Oh, just the male majority. citizens? That's pretty sexist of you, Switzerland. But keep going. Yeah, yeah, women can volunteer, but it's just it's mandatory for for men. So apparently, ages sixteen through forty-nine, and I think Sweden has the same thing, don't don't they? Oh no, military. Nine, 19 years of age. What and also, that? I heard you get to keep your firearm. Do I just look like a noob right now? Like What? Sweden and Switzerland are... Yeah, they force you into the military. Let me make sure I'm right about Sweden. Um, Sweden had mil- mandatory military service for men between 1901 and 2010. So... It says apparently it was it was ended in 2010. Oh shit! On March 2nd, 2017, Swedish government decided to reintroduce uh, reintroduce military conscription. So no, it's back again. Damn it! I hate being educated in geography in America. But yeah, yeah, that's Europe. Sweden has, uh, was neutral. Not Switzerland. <laughs> wait a second. No, no. Wait, what? No, so Switzerland, yeah. They're both neutral, right? Switzerland was neutral too. Wait, was Sweden neutral? I'm sorry, audience. You have to listen to me Google facts that everyone should know. Switzerland has the oldest policy of military neutrality in the world. It has not participated in a foreign war since its neutrality was established by the Treaty of Paris in 1815. See, we we participated in that 
treaty, didn't we? Yeah. So Switzerland and Switzerland, Switzerland and Sweden were neutral. Well, Swiss is neutral. Let me look at Sweden neutrality. It says Sweden um, was neutral too. Yeah. Yeah, Sweden is neutral as well. Okay, so it's not that big of a flub on my part. They were both no, they're, neutral. They're both, they're both neutral. See, like, oh, wait, hold on. Um, something about World War One, Pro-German. Well, Sweden oh, so they was were, just during World War Two. it looks like. So apparently they were pro-German. Sweden was pro-German in 1916. <gasps> up until 1916 when that was abandoned. Huh? Because Why apparently that not? resulted in famine and rebellious opinions. <laughs> no tangible advantages. So, yeah, it seemed like... Uh, Between eight, 1523 and Sweden's final war with Russia in 1809... A state of war that existed between these two countries for 67 out of those 286 years. Hot damn. Yeah, Sweden, they, uh, they're they neutral. They've, they've been neutral with Switzerland. But, I mean, everybody has a gun in every household, right? So it's like, you wouldn't want to fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of guns. The US, what do you think about that? Like, What's if that? you want to have a gun, you have to be conscripted. So that at least you get taught, you know, proper gun safety and everything. And also the military kind of guarantees that you're in psychological. Um, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. All right. Never mind. <laughs> why, why does Switzerland and Sweden have like zero issues with people shooting each other? And like the U.S. is like almost every day. Is it that's just the sheer amount of people that we have? statistically we have more shootings is that what it is or do we just have like a a more suppressed angrier bunch of people of mixed cultures that cannot get along easily because people are ignorant i don't think that's the case i think that the i think that the powers that be are trying to make it so that people can't get along very easily but I walk out in the world and talk to many different types of people all the time. I thought and you said I walk out instead of I walk out. Uh, like walk out? Like, yeah. what, do I look like an Atlanta rapper? Is that what I look like? To you? Walk out. <laughs> I got so much guac. I guac everywhere. Guac out, baby. Guac coin. That should be a thing. Guac coin is a thing. I guac out on everything. I guac out, baby. Uh when you know what I do when I go to uh, when I go to uh, when I go to Chipotle, what you get I extra guac? I guac out. <laughs> Did you know Denmark has a like a close to like a socialist sort of system? Everything's free there. You want to visit Denmark? It'll be a special episode of Just the Headers where we go experience a bunch of free stuff. I'm gonna go. I think I'm going to Spain next year. End of January. Jeez, you're so cultured, man. You're not cultured. I haven't, cultured. I haven't left the country in forever. I haven't left the country in like 10 years. Yeah, but you haven't about. been here forever either. Yeah. You haven't been here for for. So my childhood was overseas, and then it wasn't until I had to go to college and work in the U.S. that I haven't really left. You've been here for one census. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. 
they do a census every what ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was probably when was the last census? Two thousand ten. Fuck if I know. To twenty ten. I think it's 2010. We're Googling a lot of shit on this episode, but we're learning. Everyone is learning as we learn, baby. Why did I say that again? I gotta stop saying that damn word. Baby. Baby. Uh, Oh, speaking of like trivia, I went to uh, Dave and Buster's, I think, a few days ago. Mm. That place is rigged. The candy is like (laughs) 200 200 tickets for like, like a... Nerds rope and like your ROI Wait, on Nerds Hogan. has like rope. Oh my god, yeah, they have rope. Like, it's like a nerds gro- rope. Oh nerds rope. I'm going Here, to the gas me, station immediately. Let me, let me help you. Let me help you with this. Let me give you a picture of nerds rope. Speaking of nerds, Binance offers the first look at planned decentralized crypto exchange. This is Thursday's last ad, uh, last not advertisement, last article. Um, so if you don't know what Binance is, you probably got into crypto like yesterday, and that's okay. And if you got into crypto yesterday and stumbled upon a headline show for crypto, then you use the internet in a strange fashion. But. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, let's let's go to cryptocurrency exchange. Binance has unveiled the platform's first look at its upcoming decentralized exchange. So there's a clear play here. Binance is trying to decentralize itself so it doesn't get governments just staring down its throat. Uh, it's obviously going to be Napstered one day if they don't play by the rules of whatever specific government they're in. That's why they've also got they're going to Malta and they're going to Bermuda. Uh, Binance is decentralizing themselves, uh, so <laughs> they're like, "Don't, don't, don't arrest us and put us in jail. We're gonna decentralize." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we don't control it anymore. The users control it, so you can't do shit to us, baby." Oh wait, there it is again. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. audience. I, I don't know how that word has snuck into like my vernacular, but um, you should go check you out Flint Flossy. Hmm? You got the soul of a blues singer. That could be it. You know, I've been drinking a lot of warm drinks lately, and by that I mean coffee. So, <laughs> not warm, warm, hard liquor. No, I only drink warm liquor in the winter. <laughs> wait, wait, check the Hangouts chat. Wait, what's in there? Nerds are rope. Oh, I gotta see this shit. Click on this. eatfunfoods.com Ooh, that looks tasty. So it's like... Um, Where can I get that? Like oh, in your gas station. A Walmart. Anywhere, yeah. I would think. Right. Might have to come pick, go pick me up some nerds, bro. Do you, really, do you really like nerds? I love nerds. Oh, okay. So, nerds are dank. They're basic, It's basically like sugar with colors on it. How do you feel about sweethearts? Mm, not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. Huge fan of uh, Smarties. Gotcha. Yeah, I love Smarties too. Because I was about to say there's sweet tarts ropes as well. There are. I bet you that tastes nasty. Yeah, it probably One does. Big old long nasty. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, guys. Um, that was Thursday's last article. So 
that's the news from last Wednesday. Sorry, last the week last weekend to um, <laughs> to, to today. So any news that comes out by the time you heard this will be news that we haven't seen yet. So um, there is a lot of news in the crypto space um, that happens on a daily basis, uh, whether it's cyclical or not yet to be determined. But, you know, you can check out some of the headlines uh, via the link in the show notes. You can you could, you know, check out a little spreadsheet of headlines that we got going for you. Um, what else do we do here? There's been a setback on the mukbanging, but we will mukbang uh, via the Yin Yang show, via Twitch. Um, Has anybody asked about that on Slack? Not a single person in America wants to see mukbanging, I don't think. I don't think it's a single person. No one in Slack has asked, hey, what is mukbang and why are you doing it? Damn. Uh, I'm pretty sure no one is over the moon excited about it. It's going to be a different appeal. Um Okay. Uh, what else? So the Bitcoin Podcast Network, of course, you can catch all kinds of shows like Hashing It Out. On Wrapping with D, there was an episode I, I actually talked with Rebecca Butler, and she had some questions around, like, how can she actually spend Bitcoin and um, things, the real, the basic stuff. That's what On Wrapping with D is about. Um, oh. What else do we do? I was trying to think of like other things. Of course, the flagship show, the Bitcoin podcast. Uh, recently, Mark had a show, uh, Creating a Humanist Blockchain Future. Um, lots of shows on the network. Check them out. And of course, tune in next week for another episode of Just the Headers. Headers. And send us just the tips, please. <laughs> you got some news tips? Put them in the Slack. All right. Um, that's it, man. You got anything? Nope, I'm good. Nothing? Thanks. All right. That's a wrap. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs>